0: tonight on the podcast a familiar face joins the teenage miniature turtles a pokemon card sold for how much deadpool 3 news a batman sequel ordering in the in the works it's just crazy out here in them streets max let's hit that music <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is Friday night in Phoenix. You're listening to the best damn podcast in all the land, the Absolute Geek Podcast. I am Matt. I'm Max. That's right. Max and I are here to fill all your holes and orifices with all that geeky goodness tonight. Oh, yeah. As, as we we have no, no pepperoni with us this week, as uh, he is currently re-watching Red Dawn to get ready for what could potentially happen in the world.
1: Oh my gosh. So he... Oh, the world right now. Oh but my he, he made
0: sure to remind us that he couldn't afford the original. He could only afford the sequel with Chris Hemsworth. So <laughs> he, that's that's what he's doing tonight. He's, he's getting ready.
1: Yeah, and if we start talking about Funkos or Supernatural, I think his ears are going to start burning and he's going to have right? to join into the podcast.
0: Yo, Patrick, welcome, buddy. How are you? Welcome as everyone starts filing in. Yep. How was your week, man? What's going on? What's what's uh, new in your neck of the woods?
1: I'm doing good. It's been a really busy week at work. Um, not not too bad. I feel like I still have work life balance, but uh, trying to trying to hustle at work, get some promotions and whatnot, and uh, it's it's been yeah. it's been productive.
0: Yes, the remake of Red Dawn is awful, but that's right up Lance's alley. That's right up, that's <laughs> that's the speed right there. But um.
1: Yeah, how's your week been, man? Up to anything cool?
0: Uh no, dude, like this felt like the longest week in history for me. Like, um we went to your guys we went to your guys' house on uh Saturday. Thanks for hosting again.
1: Yeah, it was awesome. Um, it was had fun. some
0: delicious barbecue and got to do a little podcast hangout and you guys got to meet Logan and she had an explosion of diarrhoea in, in <laughs> at your house and <laughs> which was always, which is always a good time.
1: Uh, we're um, all used to it. Everyone there was parents. It's all good. It's a
0: funny story. So she was, she hadn't pooped in like two days. And so today she's sitting on Aaron's chest in the couch and I'm working and you just hear her just going to town. She, you hear like, hear it like <laughs> three or four times just. <laughs> <laughs> right and aaron and i are laughing and laughing and all of a sudden from the other room she goes matt 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 ew 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 matt i need help i need help and <laughs> i go out there like what what, what? she flips logan around it's like seeping out of the front of her onesie and oh, she's like oh God. is it on me is it on me I'm, like no you're good but like somehow I was like at the front of her and down in her footy and all that and like <laughs> it was like the biggest blowout she's ever had it's the first oh. time i actually gagged at a blowout I was like oh, oh, but I didn't throw up and I didn't uh, and I changed the diaper but it was uh it was an interesting
1: <laughs> blowouts are fun they get worse I'm sure Erin can uh, attest to that she's got experience in there yeah yeah dude As they, sure get they get older get worse, it stinks but... so much worse some uh you wake up in the morning yeah. and they're just like they're just chock full of poop and you have to throw like their whole bed in the freaking washer yeah 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 well, when you were at my house i also had the privilege of saving a child from falling down the stairs that was exciting that
0: was awesome dude ninja like reflexes <laughs> this
1: the, just your like your awareness
0: of of everything going on around you without actually being aware is, is crazy because you were like in the kitchen cleaning up and then all of a sudden lance's kid starts tumbling down the stairs and you can darting across the room and grab her mid-tumble and it's like oh man <laughs>
1: That yeah, awesome. I, think, I think it was it was lucky, but I Why try to be tell aware us that you were the flash. <laughs> uh, yeah. Aaron says she still feels like crying over that rescue. That's sweet, Aaron. I appreciate <laughs> it. I think I've hung out. I've got so many uh, nephews and nieces. I've been around kids so much in my life. I just am constantly on the lookout, especially with stairs, man. So Lance's two kids were on the stairs. One of his older kids, I, th- I think he was trying to stop his sister from falling. He was trying to help her. Um, but I look up and the one-year-old is like sitting on the stairs and her like 10 year old brother, or I guess eight-year-old brother, nine-year-old brother is holding her by the back of her pants as she's like leaning forward. And I'm like, that doesn't look good. That kid is about to fall. So yeah, I ran over there and she, you know, did fall, but, uh, Patrick
0: coming in hard with the Ace Ventura when nature calls (laughs) her. Nice. Nice. Well, yeah
1: yeah man um before we get started
0: tonight well what were you go ahead max what were you gonna say
1: i was just gonna say it's been a fun week that's all yeah it's been a
0: long one for me um before we get started tonight next week we're going to have a special episode uh we're gonna have a special guest mr corbin's gonna be coming back to the the show um and we're going to be reviewing batman the batman and also we're going to be doing a uh a batman tier list of the best batman movies uh, so that should be a good time. So if you're just listening to this episode, come on back next Friday. Make sure you you get in on that that Batman tier list in the chat because yep. the chat has a vote too on whether
1: our it's going to be interesting. Our original plan was to do it tonight in preparation for the Batman. You know, kind of a celebration of all Batman movies. But then Corbin was like, "Well, I want to do that." So we we figured we'll wait a week and we'll just include yeah. the Batman in it, but I'm just interested to see how it goes because we all know I love Batman v Superman, and I can't remember if we agreed if we're going to put that on the list or not. I it's feel in like there. it's a Batman movie. It's in there, and so I love that one, and I know you don't as much. All the live Corbin loves movies that Batman. Joel Schumacher, title. like, and Joel Schumacher movies suck. <laughs> so this is going to be an interesting conversation Stick with Boy. Um, Welcome with Corbin.
0: It is, but all right, well, what do you say? We get into a little bit of the geek news tonight.
1: Yeah, man. Get this Let's party
0: started. Do it. Get into some geek news. Yeah. First up on the docket tonight is the original female turtle. Lance Kirby says if Batman and Robin wins, why even have a list? Batman <laughs> and Robin ain't going to win. Um, no, not <laughs> if I have
1: anything to say about it. That's probably the t- bottom. We'll yeah. see. We'll see
0: it'll be in a good army so come back next week lance that way you can be in on the the ranking because the chat has a vote um first up on the list tonight we got the original female turtle everyone in the con- that reads the comics knows Jenica is a female turtle but she's not the og female turtle the og female turtle came to us in the ninja turtles the next mutation tv shows in the form of venus de milo and Venus DeMilo is finally making her debut in the IDW Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series. Uh, if you want to go to the next slide here, um, the issue she's gonna be in is uh 127 coming out March 16th. Uh Venus De Milo, it, it looks like she's going to be um it's it's almost like she's uh some kind of like puppet. Like, cyborg-looking
1: thing, almost?
0: Or, like, she's a... I want to say cyborg, or she's, like, made up of different parts from different creatures. Because, like, one of her hands looks like a frog, almost. It's very, like, long and gangly, where her other one looks more like a turtle's. Um, She's got a lot of stitching on her head. Yeah, kind of like
1: Frankenstein's monster type of thing going on. Yeah,
0: she's got some kind of, like, looks like gem or spirit gem that goes in her back that it's gonna bring her life it looks like this um, looks
1: way better than her her live yeah. action appearance That's i watched like one episode of that show and i was like this is awful yeah i could not get through it
0: but um uh, yeah i'm super stoked for venus de milo to finally be in the comics uh, but it's yeah. interesting this this take on her and kind of this like frankenstein like you put it frankenstein's monster almost looking creature so
1: yeah i was thinking cyborg because in the um there's two pictures on the screen and the one on the right her braid at first i thought was like a tentacle arm and then i looked at it closer and i'm like oh no no that's just a braid that's her. yeah
0: that i can see where you're getting that from but i know personally as a, as a turtles fan i was always like when they brought Jenikin, i was like i don't understand why well, they did that and just didn't bring in venus de milo but now i it, it has all been revealed and we're gonna get to see a, some version of venus de milo so um this issue might be worth checking out if you're into comics and you're picking up the turtle stuff definitely uh i know they just started bringing in more of the the 90s movie stuff i know a couple issues ago they finally had tokar and razar in the series nice. um and now they're bringing venus de milo so nice super exciting stuff next on the docket oh that's too far um we click the same time that's on me yeah no you're fine i'm gonna let you run it i just i'm used to (laughs) run i don't know why i clicked it um big news out of the pokemon world a illustrator holograph pikachu card sold for a whopping nine hundred thousand dollars just under a million dollars um the, the cool thing about this, and I kind of incorporated it here, is there's only 23 copies of this card logged in the census. As far as the census goes, it's like this log that shows you how many books are graded. So our, our cards are graded. So it's how many grades, uh, cards have, of this version have gone through the grading system and they're, the number of them that have received that grade. And it looks... Um, it, man, it's there's not very many. There's about 23 cards in total that have gone through the census. Looks like you've got one gem mint ten, eight nine or eight nine point zero mints, five eights, two sevens, one six, two fives, one four. So
1: very rare, man. That's a lot of money.
0: (laughs) There are a lot of
1: rich nerds out there buying up this stuff.
0: Patrick says couldn't even get one million dollars pathetic <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but th- these color these cards are really hard to find it's hard to find them in such good quality, let alone graded as you can see there's only twenty three of them um Man.
1: this this kind of stuff every time I hear this I think why didn't I care about Pokemon as a kid? I really wish I would have like I'm sure I wouldn't have gotten one of these cards that's worth nearly a million dollars but even if I had gotten some like, cool first edition charizards or something you know like sell sell those for something would have been nice but i never got into the pokemon craze other than the cartridge. to
0: play with yeah so the only way to get this card is um it was given to the winners of the pokemon card game illustration art contest back in 1997
1: so So the card has never
0: been reprinted it's only to those winners so okay a very hard card to so get. So this
1: guy just won, or he just bought a trophy. Yeah, pretty purpose. much.
0: Or sold a trophy through an auction house for $900,000, which is insanity, man. Yeah. For a Pokemon a card. Sad. Like, I look at that stuff all the time. Like, I look at my old Power Rangers figures and all my old G.I. Joes and I'm like, maybe if I wasn't stup- such a stupid little kid and let- kept them in the package that they'd be worth a ton of money now, but no, I had to pull them out and play with them. and Like, I look at The old Ninja Turtles figures like I had all those from the original Ninja Turtles cartoon and those figures mint in box original
1: go for a pretty penny. And but as a kid, it's like I want to play with it, you know, like I know Lance's kids don't understand today. They're like every time they go into his office and they see his freaking loads of pops. Those are toys. I want to play with them, dad. No, sorry. They're collector items. Right. And who knows, maybe Lance is making a really good investment. Maybe 10 years from now some of those are going to be worth loads. Maybe. You know.
0: That's that's kind of what I've, looked you know, I look at it with that with like comics like I've gotten some of my Spider-Man stuff graded cuz nowadays everything Spider-Man is almost a key. So if when I finally kick the bucket one day, Logan go sell those for a buttload of money and live a happy life. So There
1: you go. That's the inheritance.
0: He says how many are there 25 one isn't graded no there's only i think there's only 24 i think there's 24 or 23 they said that have that are exist in the census so Damn. who knows but that's still super crazy that you know to think that pokemon cards and cards in general are just going for stupid amounts of money nowadays
1: uh, <laughs> that's a lot of money dude yeah. imagine if you could sell one card and you know depending on what your salary is you make you immediately make 10 years worth of your salary right <laughs> like goodness gracious
0: oh how many were awarded you want to know how many were were awarded let me open that look at that let's see so it's the uh... did it, did, it, did, it.
1: did it, yeah I'm sorry
0: it d- it doesn't say it just says when the competition came to a close it was never reprinted it is the only card in the game to utilize the illustrator title rather than tr- the traditional trainer so it doesn't say how many winners there were but that's still if you can get your hands on one of these cards that isn't graded get it graded and make yourself a fortune I'm sure someone will be like Oh, I found this at a, at a yard sale. Is it worth anything? Or I found this in my my mom's walls as I was re-insulating. Is it worth anything? So, who knows? That seems to be a fun trope of, especially like combo collectors. I found this in the wall. Is it worth anything? And it's like an action comics number one or something crazy. Because they back in the day they would just read it and boop away it went. They didn't, you know, that stuff didn't have any value.
1: yeah dude it's it's true all right should we move on to our next topic
0: yeah so our next topic is we got the uh reveal for the four or three different editions of spider-man no way home and their box cover art you got the 4k ultra hd which is the dude yeah we'll see there's so there's two different ones for the 4k ultra hd blu-ray and digital and then the normal poster for just the blu-ray D- dvd and digital but i like that one i've always been a fan of that that poster of him just sitting on like the edge of the building with all the peter parker wanted at public enemy stuff the one yeah. in the middle yeah, that's, yeah that one's cool that's so good and, i'm
1: planning on getting the 4k disc and that's probably the one i'll lean towards i imagine it's like a, a store exclusive like do you know is it target or best buy or something to get that or uh walmart exclusive It's a Walmart exclusive. Okay, yeah, I you know it's funny. I actually think I like the Blu-ray art the most. I like that Doctor Strange is in that one, but I want the 4K disc, so I'll I'll be getting the uh, the Target
0: exclusive is um, one of him web singing in the Iron Spider suit coming through a portal,
1: and then I bet that looks cool too.
0: Best Buy exclusive is him uh, running from a pair of Doc Ock's. It's got like shocker, doc ox tentacles, and green goblin flying around him.
1: All right, let's see. So, you, okay, I'm on a CBR right now. Oh, this one's interesting. It's like a cartoon version of Spidey. Is that the one you were talking about him coming through yeah. the portal? Mm-hmm. I don't really like the cartoon look of it. So, that's the Target exclusive okay i think the best buy one might be my favorite actually with like best electro one in one it and, Cool, yeah yeah and doc Ock is in there here let me let me share this because this is pretty cool um we'll we'll share cbr a little bit uh new Spread the love the spidey way yeah like look at that that's that's sick and it looks like it's a steelbook too i like that yeah, yeah that's probably the one i'll end up getting but yeah here's the the target one the cartoon it's cool i like it but it's probably it's probably my least favorite of all of these yeah i
0: think it's a little basic for my taste that's why like well i wouldn't be running yeah. out to target
1: just to get that yeah exclusive. well and now now that i look at the blu-ray one that i said i liked a lot no i don't really like it now that i see a bigger picture ah, this one's sick the walmart one is really good that's really cool and then what's the what's this first one here with Spider-Man? That's just the,
0: i think that's just the normal 4k ultra hd
1: cover just if you're not getting it at any of those other stores
0: yeah i would i like i wanted to look at I, I found a website that's putting stuff like posters on like canvas and i wanted to get that uh that walmart exclusive one on the canvas
1: and hang it it in is my a office it is a really cool poster man now i'm debating walmart's closer to my house so i might end up going to walmart <laughs> just curbside oh, pickup, man or order and send it to you. Yeah, this is just something for me to think about. When does it come out? It probably says it here in this article.
0: It is going to be released Tuesday, March 22nd on 4K HD Ultra Blu-ray and DVD. On... Yeah, so it's digital on March 22nd. And then April 12th is when it comes to Blu-ray or HD video.
1: Okay. Wait, wait. I like April way... April 12th to digital?
0: Yeah no digital so, is march 22nd
1: oh march okay april 12th and April 12
0: for 4k hd
1: okay i was like that's weird it's usually digital first and then yeah, yeah i almost went two weeks yesterday
0: it's about a two-week two uh, split between the physical release and the digital release you almost went and saw it again
1: yeah i just wanted to get out of the internet exists now, Max. That's right in your house. Right. <laughs> I do like the internet, but I like getting physical discs. Um, I stopped doing it for a while, and then I got my new TV a while back. Which apologies to whoever on the show bought a new TV because of us.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but now I was like, I started putting my discs back in in that TV, and I'm like, oh dude, discs do make a difference. It looks better on disc. So yeah, man, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get the 4K disc for sure. You think the disc looks better than the digital version? Yeah, I think it looks a little better. Not, okay, is it like a massive difference? Probably not, but it is It is better. And what I notice more is I have a sound system at home, and it sounds better. The disc definitely puts out better sound. Like I was watching, um, I've been re-watching all the Star Wars movies, and I'm on Rise of Skywalker, and I put it on digital earlier today, and I was just like, the bass sounds so drowned out, and like just it didn't sound quite right. But when I put my 4K disc in, it it slaps. It sounds pretty darn good. Hmm. And that's common. If you if you ever read like what's the difference between 4K disc and digital, they'll tell you that the image is better. It's crisper because it's not compressed. But the, the audio quality is really where it's at. someday Dude, I'm never, gonna have a 7.1 sound system, and that's I've still that's, never made that
0: jump. Like I still prefer if I'm gonna buy it. I still prefer physical versus digital on most everything like video games. I'm the same way. I just haven't comics, video games, movies. I haven't made that strictly full digital jump yet. I'm still very much. I want a physical.
1: Oh dude, let's get physical. Uh, I love digital for games. I've completely switched. I don't like having physical games because there isn't a benefit. Like if, if I could download my movies, I probably wouldn't bother buying the discs. And that's the reason the games are good. Like, you know, you download the exact same thing you'd get from the disc. Because even, you know, with games now, you get a disc, you're still downloading it. A lot of the time you're downloading a patch from online. Yeah. But that's not the case with the movies. They're streaming it. And that's just not quite as good streamed as it is native on the disc.
0: Yeah. Well, there you
1: go. I'm stoked. April 12th, baby.
0: Heck yeah. Ryan Reynolds has come out and said that there will be Deadpool 3 news coming soon. Gee, we wonder if that's going to be on the heels of the fact that Deadpool's going to be in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> Even though Ryan Reynolds says, I'm not in that movie. Yeah, you're not, but Deadpool probably is.
1: <laughs> probably just played by you. Mask off. Yeah,
0: played by you. but
1: Or maybe not. Maybe Deadpool is literally just there in appearance and they got a stunt double to do, to do it.
0: or they reused footage from like deadpool 2 or something and
1: that's possible
0: and you just see them like in the background or yeah some along those lines but i would expect that deadpool 3 news will be coming hot off the heels of dr strange and the multiverse of madness
1: so that's awesome i mean they've been talking about deadpool 3 for so long When, when did 2 come out was it 2018
0: years ago yeah
1: might have been 2019 um, at the latest but it's been a while it's been a while and we're due we're overdue man those first two movies are so it fun. just seems
0: like disney doesn't want to make that jump to the r-rated superhero genre and i just don't know if I'm... i know that they made the deadpool 2 3d movie or pg-13 movie but I don't know if PG thirteen is going to, to no, work. They've for, already uh,
1: said it's gonna be R. I just but they are kind of dragging their feet on getting it made. But I don't know. I think it'll be fine. I think people know Deadpool's a hard R. That's hard okay. R. But yeah. yeah.
0: So look out for more Deadpool three news coming soon, I guess. Probably right after Doctor Strange and the Multiverse Madness.
1: Patrick thinks Disney's going to make Deadpool PG thirteen because they have, they have balls. no balls. I thought they'd already confirmed it's going to be R. I'm pretty sure they have. I think they're going to do it. I think they're going to.
0: Yeah, I, I won't. I hope so. I don't want to see PG thirteen Deadpool. No, I man. liked having that option with with Deadpool two, where you could see it in the R, and then they brought that PG thirteen version out. Like I like having that option, but yeah, I thought that was I'm cool. always going to go for the the R every time
1: same that same RR. anytime i see any movie that has a you know extended cut or an unrated cut i'm like well that's the one i want to watch it's got more content even if the the extra content sucks right <laughs> like, i don't know that's just how i am but
0: i don't know can you even get the other disney plot no other deadpool movies on disney plus i don't think so
1: not on, disney on plus, hulu aren't know. they Uh, I don't even know. I own them on Voodoo, so I've never really looked, but I know they're not on Disney Plus in the U.S. I've literally had this argument with people several times recently because these people keep coming on and saying, oh, dude, they're going to release. There's some rumor that Doctor Strange is going to be rated R. I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's Doctor Strange 2 is not going to be R. No. And they're like, oh, well, maybe there's an R-rated cut and they're going to put it on Disney Plus. And I'm like, not in the U.S. They're not. They will not do that.
0: They haven't even announced... Um, when they haven't even announced what they're doing with, like, Daredevil and all the Netflix stuff in the U.S. I know they're going to Disney Plus in Canada, but they haven't yeah. announced whether they're coming to Disney Plus in the U.S.
1: Yeah, where Hulu doesn't exist, then Disney Plus can get that stuff. But here in the U.S., it is not a thing. They don't put anything above TV-14 or PG-13. They're just not doing it
0: fx has the rights for reruns part one and two on fx like every day yeah i know it's on fx but i'm i was saying like streaming wise i know i think it's on hulu i don't think it's on disney plus because i know they put like the old x-men movies and um the new ones on disney plus but i don't think logan is on there yeah
1: stick boy's Um, saying that he's saying it's on hulu but now i'm just like you know i'm gonna pull up my app and just look is deadpool on there he's probably right
0: Stick Boy also finally just watched D- D2. Are you talking <laughs> D2, the Mighty Ducks?
1: <laughs> yeah, here it is, Deadpool. It's on Hulu. Deadpool 2, which is 2018, okay. also, on, also on Hulu.
0: Hulu, nice. hulu in it up. Yeah, dog. Alright. All right. Next we got Matt Reeves Batman has already been re- receiving a fantastic early reviews. Um, the early word out of these movies is that... Cake eater. <laughs> the, the early r- rumor out of these movies is that Robert Pattinson is about to be your new favorite Batman. So that's that's a bold statement. Now, I have thought he was going to do good from the beginning, but that's a bold statement to say he's going to be everyone's new favorite Batman.
1: It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how it works out. So apparently the...
0: The press and the response from the early access is so good that there already began talks of sequels to this movie. Oh, Deadpool uh, 2. Okay, Sticks. <laughs> I
1: figured he meant Deadpool 2. It would have been too. funny if he was misdirecting us, you and it too, really was Ducks, Mighty Ducks. Right. <laughs> um, I think that's fantastic news. I've heard the same thing. Like, I saw one reviewer say that they think this movie's a masterpiece. I'm trying to temper my expectations. Like... I do think it's going to be good I'm expecting a good movie but I've been burned by four I mean I enjoyed Wonder Woman 84 when I saw it in the theater because it was like the first thing I'd seen in theaters in like a year because of the pandemic Mm -hmm. but then when I thought about it I was like this movie's not that good and reviewers had me believing it was awesome so you you just I don't know I always have to take it with a grain of salt when I see early reactions are X because lots of movies have had great early reactions and then they're not that Leftover good.
0: says boo glitter lol you got to get over that man Patrick but, says he's gonna be the favorite batman because of matt reeves not because of pattinson though
1: i think because of both so when i if when i was says on
0: batman uh battinson can't be worse than val kilmer batman i think corbin would fight you on that
1: i don't hate val kilmer batman george clooney was bad like for sure but I'm sure he'll be better than Val Kilmer Batman. Like I didn't hate yes. him, but he wasn't amazing. I I think Robert Joe Pattinson's Pesci is going... uh, he is in the
0: middle of watching rewatching Red Dawn, not the original, <laughs> but the the remake.
1: <laughs> I think Battenson's going to be great. I've said it from the beginning too, Matt. I've always thought he's been he's going to be good. So I, you
0: you at some point you got to get over the like you were just saying you got to get over the sparkliness of of what he was in twilight and his f- film careers come so far. Like oh, if you watch, like those are four A lighthouse in his or career. good time or, you know, uh, Ele- water for elephants. There's so many movies he's done and acted in and led that he's been fantastic in. Um, he was in tenant, you know, mm-hmm. Harry Potter, there? like he's come so far from he, what he was in twilight that I think he he's going me. to be,
1: Go ahead.
0: I was to say I think he's going to be a fantastic Batman. Now, I think he stuck his foot in his mouth a lot when the fil- when he was first announced and the filming started when he was like, "Oh, well, I don't work out. I don't do this. I, you know, Batman should be this and not this. And I didn't know Batman was a detective. I think he takes a lot on the chin for stupid stuff he says in the media, but I think he's really going to to nail this role, and I think a lot of people are going to be superly surprised. Kind of like, you know, when we were with the Joker, and when Heath Ledger was cast, everyone was like, "Well, why Heath Ledger? Why Heath Ledger? That doesn't... Yeah, this pretty that's boy stupid.
1: who's done rom coms.
0: Yeah, and he he killed it. So Colin Farrell looks like he's going to completely nail the Penguin. Also, I hope so.
1: I think so too. Apparently, I love a, Colin
0: Farrell though. Apparently, it's going around though that they would not let him smoke in that movie they would not the producers would not let him smoke as the penguin so hmm. we'll see I but mean, i hope he nails I, it
1: i know smoking is part of the penguins character in the comics and other properties but that's that doesn't seem like that no it
0: doesn't it doesn't bother me either i'm just kind of like okay whatever but yeah we're gonna see if colin farrell uh
1: yeah so like hard. who was it um it was patrick i think he said yeah he says um, he's going to be the best batman or the favorite batman because of matt reeves not because of pattinson and i'm gonna i'm going to speak to that really quickly because i'm very passionate about this i agree and disagree with you i do think matt reeves is going to be a big part of this movie's success but i think robert pattinson's a very good actor i think the writing of the character being good is going to be because of matt reeves and the writers. And I, you know, I think a lot of things are going to be because of Matt Reeves, but I think Pattinson's is going to do a great job, but I'm I'm going to bring this point up. So I think when did, I can't remember exactly when, when Matt Reeves got cast or, or chosen as the director, but it was years ago. And I've been saying for a long time, I, I wrote an article on Couch Crunchers saying why I think Matt Reeves is going to be amazing for the role and a lot of it has to do with his work on war for the planet of the apes and and just the planet of the apes franchise especially war for planet of the apes like that movie is perfect if you want to see what matt reeves is likely going to do for batman and the tone that he can bring watch that movie because it feels very akin to a batman movie in tone and i'm stoked dude i'm stoked i had um a friend of mine recently told me that they had just seen War for the Planet of the Apes. And they're so they loved it. They're like, "Oh, it's so good!" And then, like in the same sentence, they talked about how they were excited for Batman. And I said, "Yeah, man, me too." Because of War for the Planet of the Apes, it's the same director. He's like, "It is," and it like made him even more excited to to see the movie because he does you know, he's he's a friend of mine that loves movies, but he doesn't pay attention to who's directing what and who's acting in what. But dude, I can't. Uh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I was super stoked
0: to see that this movie is actually coming out super early here. Like it, they've got show times on Wednesday night and going into all day Thursday. So Aaron mm-hmm. and I are going Thursday at six o'clock. So we're going to go see it before the show on Friday. Yeah. We've um, got
1: Dolby on Thursday. We're going to so go super Dolby at four o'clock.
0: Um, Patrick Pattinson can act, but the bar is set pretty high for best Batman of all. Time. Is it though? Because there's only two people that really, anybody talks well okay three that really anybody talks about out of what the four or five that have played him there let's see we've got kilmer clooney bale um affleck keaton keaton and adam west adam west so six out of the six people that have seen it or that have played batman who There's only usually three that are in the conversation. Like it's Bale, West, and Keaton. Affleck floats around, but I don't think anybody's going to go out and be like, Affleck, best Batman of all time.
1: Me? I am.
0: Well, <laughs> he's best definitely Batman, best Batman of all time. Like I think he did a good job, but I don't think he's in the the conversation for best Batman of all time.
1: Yeah, he, he's definitely my, my best Batman of all time, but... I don't know. I'm not expecting Pattinson to all of a sudden become the best Batman ever. Um, if he surprises me, cool. But I'm not expecting that. I, I am expecting a great movie, though. I really Isha, hope I come out of the theater like, "Whoa! I can't believe what I just watched."
0: Ish, if you're seeing it Thursday, come on our show next week. We're gonna we're gonna review it, talk about it, and we're also going to do a, a rank a tier ranking of the best Batman live action movies with Corbin. So. Okay, so
1: Patrick says Kevin Conroy. Of course, he is the best Batman, but he's never... Well, I guess he's he has not played live-action. Live action. He played it in Arrow, but I'm not really... Yeah, I don't count, count Arrow, that. though, because I'm, I'm saying movies. I agree, because I'm also not going to count the guy in Titans. I can't think of the actor's name. Yeah.
0: Fantastic World says it's much more important on uh, now how he plays Bruce Wayne than how he is as Batman in the suit after nine
1: movies i think it's both i mean that's what makes the best batman characters
0: yeah i think it's both too because that's kind of like if you look at spider-man that's how everybody has kind of compared him to spider-man
1: yeah i mean like so i would say i like christian bale's batman but i think he does a, a a great job as bruce wayne but his his batman isn't the best Um, and I, and I'll say that I think, I think Affleck's Batman is really good. Like his, the way he looks in in the, in the suit, the way he fights, like is awesome. His Bruce is a bit too broody, you know? So it's not, it's not perfect. Uh, so Lance Kirby's asking, is the movie going to exist in the same universe as Joker or no, we don't know, but I'm going to say no, I really don't think Joker is going to exist in any of the, the main movie universes. I think it's its own thing. Also, I think I'm gonna to have to take the show over. Matt's uh, internet is taking a taking a dump over here. Yeah, so Sticks is saying some actors are a good Batman, some are good Bruce Wayne, Bale was good at both. Bale was good at both, but I think he did a better Bruce than he did a did a Batman, but he was. He was really good at both. So those in the chat, who would you guys say is your favorite Batman? Um, I know, well, Six Boy You've just been kind of listing all of them so i'd love to hear who your favorite is but with the delay it might be we might even move on to the next topic before we hear from y'all maddie up and running again Well,
0: that's what i was saying is like peter park everyone's like oh well this guy's a good peter parker but a terrible spider-man this guy's a good spider-man but a terrible peter parker and then you get tom holland and it seems like tom holland's the first one that like everybody universally agrees that he's the best of both worlds he's the best peter parker he's the best spider-man and it's like, will Pattinson be that for Batman? Will he be that that best of both worlds for the Batman fan? Because a lot of people are saying, oh, well, Bale was, you know, a good Batman, but he wasn't a good Bruce Wayne, or Keaton was a good Bruce Wayne, but not a good Batman, or vice versa. So it'll be interesting to see if, if I think, to definitively say someone's going to be your best, the best Batman, they have to be bo- the, the best at both. At both. And Zaggy's saying Adam West.
1: So. Sticks is saying tied for Keaton and Bale. I can I can respect that. Oh no Keaton's West's like
0: love, huh? Except for anybody but Zaggy. Only Zaggy's
1: the one saying Adam West. I like Adam West, but I prefer the darker Adam Wee. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the darker taken. Keaton is like my childhood, man. I think Patrick that movie came out in 89. <gasps> I was born in 88. So I mean, Keaton's so much nostalgia for me
0: i can't win it if it's not my internet or a baby crying it's my dog going nuts
1: i know and your dog has the same name as me it does freaking max Goddamn god damn maxes <laughs> screw max they all suck
0: yeah i am i am downloading a torrent right now i know on, I gotta,
1: <laughs> sure. sure seems I'm, like it <laughs>
0: gotta get my porn somehow <laughs> So Craven the Hunter has been cast in. Uh, in not, yeah, we are. knowing Craven the Hunter has been cast, but um, we're going to get his half brother. It looks like we're getting his half brother, the Chameleon, in Sony's uh, Craven the Hunter movie.
1: Nice. Seems like they're going to have a lot of characters in this movie. We keep talking about it. You know, uh, Russell Crowe's going to be in it. Obviously, you've got. Um, blanking on the actor's name is going to play Aaron Taylor Johnson is going to be playing Craven, which is an odd casting still to me, but I hope this movie's good. I'm not looking forward to it at all, but I also wasn't looking forward to Uncharted and I ended up loving it. So who knows?
0: Yeah, according to Deadline, White Lotus, Fred Hedginger uh, is going to play Craven's half-brother. I mean, the he aliens. looks a lot like
1: Aaron Taylor Johnson. His look definitely lines up.
0: Yeah, he does. Uh, I'm super. I, I'm not excited for this because, again, how far can you get with these Spider-Man movies with making these villains heroes or having it sent the story centered around these villains without the man that brought them all here in the first place? Without that man that's in that title, that title character, Spider-Man, like. How are you going to get away with doing a Kraven movie? I don't think it's going to work without without Spider-Man. Like, what makes Kraven so interesting at that point? Like, I just, I just don't see it. I don't see it working.
1: I don't know, man. Maybe it's going to be like The Hunt, that movie, where it's like a bunch of people hunting down like crazy right-wingers or something like that. Maybe Kraven's just going to hunt crazy down a bunch of right-wingers. It's so gonna be like
0: the hunt. Patrick said this dude was good in White Lotus on HBO. Love that series. I have not watched it yet. Um it's on my list, but I've not made it that far yet. Hopefully it's good. Um, but like I said, I just don't see the the correlation. Like we we say this all the time, like you can't do Venom without Spider-Man or Green Goblin doesn't work without Spider-Man. This literally the chameleon is literally the, the like the first villain Spider Man faces off against. He's literally the villain in the first issue of Amazing Amazing Spider Man. So it's like, how are you doing these movies and just focusing on the villains without without Spider Man without the whole reason these villains are here? It just doesn't seem to work.
1: But yeah, it's weird. Like Venom.
0: Like look at Venom. Venom is is pretty miss like it's a lot more miss than it is hit without without spider-man so much so that they've they're bringing him into the series now and i don't know if that's because they're like well we want this franchise to work and we can't we don't know how much longer we're going to be around with disney so we got to kind of make these characters merge or what they're doing with them but they're very keen on getting venom in the mcu and it looks like trying to do it the right way with a confrontation with spider-man versus just being an alien symbiote that attached itself to eddie brock
1: yeah i'm glad to see that I, I so sticks in the comments says i want villain stories to be villain stories yeah and i couldn't agree more like i remember when the joker movie got announced and i kept saying that sounds like a dumb idea without batman what what in the world what a weird concept and it was amazing like i don't think you liked it as much matt but i love no, i it. loved the joker kyle it was I Kyle. Really like it. That's right. It was Kyle. Joker was amazing. But could we get that with Craven? Like I don't I don't imagine Sony's going to go R-rated if they didn't do it with Venom, they're not going to do it with Craven. But still, like I would be fine with that if it's a movie about Craven and he's a bad guy the whole movie.
0: I don't think so because the the reason Joker works is because of the the Joker character and it's he's more psychological, it's more psyche, it's more mental health issues. So in the Joker movie, they played a lot on mental health issues from his mother and him and kind of what those drove him to, and and society and societal issues like being made fun of and being, you know, bullied and, and all that. And that's what made Joker work so well is they had those tropes to pull on. You don't really have those tropes with Craven with the Hunter. And he's a world, you know, he's a world-class hunter, and that's what his confrontations with Spider-Man over the years are what made him this character craven's last hunt storyline is world renowned as one of the best spider-man stories out there and you're you're, how can you adapt that to the big screen without spider-man now if they're gonna do it if they're gonna go from the approach where like spider man's in the background like if this is set in like the andrew garfield universe which assuming it assuming if it's set in the same universe as venom and um morbius it just might be but it it would be interesting to see it it be from the point of view of craven but with with spider-man still in the background and having it being like andrew garfield spider-man or or something along those lines even if it's not tom holland's but they have they have to capitalize on this this andrew garfield love from no way home to to continue on building that universe like he's the perfect spider-man to build the universe with, because they can do whatever they want people more are going to go well that's not mcu accurate well it's not in the mcu so they can kind of do and build this universe around him any way they want so
1: i would be so game to
0: capitalize on that and
1: keep going i would be so game for that I don't even care. I think fans could could understand that there's two different Spider-Mans. Spider-Man, whatever. Like clearly loads of people saw Spider-Man No Way Home. So I think they get it. I would I would love that.
0: And uh Stick Boy says speaking of ratings, do you think we need to add or change our movie rating system?
1: Um maybe. I do think I mean, if you want to add to it, I guess you could, because I I, I like um, Canada's rating system a lot better, actually, um, than ours, as well as uh, Brazil's rating system, if I'm remembering it correctly from when I lived there. They had more options within that rating system, whereas we've got, you know, PG-13 and then R, and R can be so many things. Like, I look at a movie like The Matrix, you don't need to be 17 to watch The Matrix, like... Is it is it more violent than most PG thirteen movies? Sure. But like could we maybe make it like a 14 up and then there's like a 16 up and then an 18 and up rating system? Like I think that could be more valuable than what we have because right now R encompasses just everything.
0: Well, what what is the basis and what makes the movie an R rated movie versus PG thirteen? Is it like an F-word count or how much violence is in the movie? Because Look, we live in a world today where you do see worse in mainstream news than you see in an R-rated movie. It's it's like, true. So,
1: it's so subjective. So like I know, I think you can have up to 2 F-words in a PG-13. If it goes beyond that, it's automatically R. Um as far as violence, um so I is it IP man? I think is how you say it. Ip great Man. movie by the way, or I don't know if it was IP or Ip Man. Ip Man, great movie, but there's no cursing, there's no like blood hardly. It's rated R because there's too many kicks to the head. <laughs> so could that be a TV fourteen instead, or a, or a you know PG fourteen or whatever? I think so.
0: Stick says, K, should Deadpool want to have been R or NC-17 because of the sexual situations where kids shouldn't be exposed? It's R-rated for a reason.
1: Kids shouldn't be in R-rated movies. Yeah, I agree. It's as simple as that. Like I think R is a, an appropriate rating if you wanted to keep that rating for Deadpool. But I think there's other movies that, that could fit in between very well.
0: At that point, there's no point in cha- changing the rating system because that's your choice as the parent to buy that ticket, to take them into that movie. And, and they're it, making it's so, choice
1: as the so it's so tough because like, um, I know that like just American culture in general is much more against, uh, seeing sexual situations and nudity. Whereas in other countries, like they, they think it's so weird that we're okay like watching. Yeah. Yeah. They think it's so weird that like, we don't even bat an eye at extreme gore. Like saw and stuff like that, but we're like, like oh think, no, there's a booby on TV. Like, and I'm definitely guilty of that. Like, there's there's
0: countries where the women do the news topless.
1: Yeah, like, yeah.
0: We're very like we treat sexual like we treat sexuality in you know just crazy in this country versus the way it, it's handled in like Europe. Yeah, or, even
1: in, yeah, Europe. Like that's I, I mean, people don't typically walk around nude in Europe. But no, it's it is definitely not the same there as it is here. Um Brazil was much different (laughs) than here, like it's just it's it's culture, so it's tough. But I do think that we could benefit from more accurate ratings. Because I think there's plenty of our movies that are fine for teenagers, and then there's some that yeah, maybe you maybe you should be a bit older, but that's up to the parents to decide, of course. Yeah i don't think i've ever seen anything nc-17 like speaking of that rating i don't know that i've ever even seen movies rated that i know there are some but i can't think of a single popular NC-17.
0: deadpool had an anal sex joke and i believe that sexual intercourse situations are different than boobies or
1: butts i I agree i agree like titanic for instance has nudity it's pg-13 but there's no like but i think again
0: again your cho- I don't think the rating matters there because you're choosing to sub- subdue your children to that. Like They rated it R because you have to be 17 or older to see that movie. Let's be honest. Most 17-year-olds get the anal sex joke. Most 17-year-olds are making those anal sex jokes. That's so, true. So most 17-year-olds, that's another day in the locker room or that's another day in high school. Like that. those conversations and jokes are happening constantly if you want to protect your kids from that and you don't want that to see them to see that in movies, don't take them to an already movie. Like it's, it's already for a reason they're doing the best they I can. And at some point it's out of their hands and you're the one as the parent making the choice to, to let your children yeah, see that I'm, movie and do them to that anal sex joke. Yeah. Most likely it's going to go right over their head, and not get, and they're not going to get it, but that's, I'm supportive of parents
1: doing you know, what they want in that regard. Like if you want to take your kid to those movies, that's fine. What I personally like to see is parents that will go watch it first. And then, you know, I'll take you back to see it. I know that's what Lance does with his kids. And I, I respect that. He goes and sees the movies and it works out for him because he usually wants to see him twice anyway. And then he gets, you know, he takes his boys or whatever, or his, or his girls or, or, you know, his whole family. But I don't know what you want to do as a parent is up to you.
0: Yeah, like whenever uh, he said, is an R rated movie 10 to 20 years ago the same as an R rated movie today?
1: No, I don't depends think so. on the movie Die Hard. Yeah,
0: you think Die Hard 10 years, you think Die Hard would be an R today? I don't.
1: Oh, 100%. It's got 96 F bombs, uh, yeah. <laughs> it would absolutely be rated R today. And there's movies from the 80s that are PG that would be PG 13 today, but that's because PG 13 didn't exist. It it depends on the movie. There's others that are rated R from a long time ago. That, like when Harry Met Sally, that should be PG-13 by today's standards. It's like got two efforts in it, and it's a perfectly tame movie. There's no violence. (laughs) There's no sex. Like, you know, she fakes an orgasm at one point, but it, it, yeah.
0: He said hard R
1: for Die Hard. So Ish says you're only allowed one f bomb in a PG-13 movie, but The Martian had two, and it was PG-13. So, I don't know exactly how they. He how says they, you uh, can
0: show penis and boobs in R rated, but a vagina shot is now NC 17.
1: Yeah, I've never even seen an NC 17.
0: But well, uh, because a lot of these theaters, a lot of these um, movies now are pushing the line to get the movie to as hard as R as they can without going NC NC-17, 17. Because NC 17 is going to be a death sentence. Because no, really, no theater is going to show an NC 17 movie. So yeah. getting an NC-17 rating is a death sentence. So they they like pull it back. They tone it back. Showgirls is NC-17.
1: So NC thanks so, was saying Die Hard is a PG slash PG-13 now. I don't know the last time you saw Die Hard, but there's literally a scene where a guy gets his head blown to like pieces. Like you see blood splatter like all over a window. You would not see that in a PG-13 movie.
0: You see it in definitely. I mean not. you see it in Peacemaker, you see it in I guess Yeah, TV mature TV T which is so essentially, I guess, if you want to go that route, but yeah. I don't know, it's hard. It's hard because it's an easy debate to make, but it's all subjective. Like it's all how yeah, you what feel offends about one person situations.
1: doesn't offend someone else. Right. I don't care about violence, it doesn't bug me. But I do prefer not to have like loads of nudity in my in my content. Like it's just not something I, I want to see as much. Well, I do want to see it, but I don't think it's necessary to see. I am a straight man. I do enjoy seeing that stuff.
0: Like <laughs> my cousin will ask me. My cousin is older than me, and her son's a 16 years old, and she's got a younger boy too. And like she asked me, is it cool to watch for these kids to watch Peacemaker? And I was like, no, probably not. Like unless you want this, this, or this no she's like all right cool but I think like I said like I was saying it's all what you want as a parent and I kind of go the same route like if you're going to sit here and criticize me for dropping an f-bomb in front of your child but you're going to check your child to say see Deadpool who's in the wrong here who's who's the worst person right. me for saying a, a word or you for subjecting him to to that after criticizing me for dropping an f-bomb in front of your child yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. He said James Gunn had to trim down the Suicide Squad because it originally got NC17. Yeah, like I say, NC17 is like a death wish. Comment yeah. said, so make it R plus instead of NCC1701D. <laughs> D stands for dick. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> when there's a D, you know that there's going to be guaranteed dong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nc-17d or nc-17d v or just v lets you know right away what you're getting guaranteed dong
0: and what <laughs> speaking of a movie that's going to have guaranteed dong in it indiana jones 5
1: <laughs> guaranteed dong in indiana jones it's okay. almost finished
0: with the projected uh, date of june 30th 2023 Harrison Ford is older than sin. Listen, if he doesn't crash, if a door does not fall on him in this movie, if he doesn't crash an airplane on a golf course, um, I can't remember what he did to get hurt in this mo- filming of this movie too. It's a <laughs> he
1: gets hurt all the time.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a missed opportunity. Like he should definitely crash a plane into a golf course.
1: i uh i'm looking forward to this movie but like not a crazy amount it's that's the starship isn't.
0: enterprise philistines the ncc yeah okay. Oh, okay i don't watch star trek we established that last week-ish
1: i'm sorry i didn't know the reference oh
0: man we get to burn we get bernie's meets indiana jones yes I want Harrison Ford in the refrigerator. They've never done that before, <laughs> right? Never,
1: never done that before. I want to see him only, Harrison like, Ford fight Nazis. I've never seen him fight Nazis. And like when that when he gets in the refrigerator, it'd be
0: dope if like an atomic bomb went off. That'd be super sweet. And then he he emerges from the refrigerator after the atomic bomb goes off, safe and sound. Hey, that's all right. I'll accept that ish. If he can overcome Shia LaBeouf and aliens, he can do anything. <laughs> I guess so.
1: He can. Um,
0: do you uh, think that yeah. this is like a franchise that it's time to just let it let it go and, and right off in the sunset or do you think this is a franchise that deserves a main character reboot or a shift as far as like The focus of the main character because i'm you know after crystal skull i'm not enthusiastic about indiana jones 5
1: i think the idea of indiana jones movies is a great concept um so like i loved uncharted i really liked it i saw it again last night but i like the indiana jones franchise better i think it does that better than the uncharted movie did so Yeah, I I think there's a world to keep this going. I mean, they're doing a video game for it. Machine Games is doing one over at Bethesda for for Xbox. But in a film world, definitely I don't see a future with Harrison Ford. I mean, I love him, but, you know, he's he's an old guy. He can't keep doing this forever. Um, So I would love if they handed the reins off to someone new. And I think that they were trying to do that with Shia LaBeouf, but it just wasn't a good fit. So just because Disney
0: hates you Indiana Jones fanboy cuck so much, They're going to get the kid who played him in Solo, that played young Han Solo, to play (laughs) young Indiana Jones in prequel (laughs) movies now.
1: There you go. That's
0: what what they're going to do.
1: I would love to see Indiana Jones in a modern setting. Um, You know, which I think this one's going to be in the 70s, if I've got my math right, just based on when the other ones took place. But I think it'd be cool to see... Indiana Jones in a modern setting where he's using smartphones and which is, I know similar to what uncharted does, but you know, the music is so iconic and I want to keep hearing that. I want to see him, you know, going into all these caves and looting weird things. And, you know, I love in the first movie with it, you know, the, the, the goblet that they're drinking out of. Why am I, why am I blanking on what it's actually called? Like the, uh, so think it's like the goblet that Christ drank out of, I think at the, at the cross isn't that kind of the, the mythology behind it in the first movie?
0: Uh, I believe so. It's but like so I, I've seen the original Indiana Jones. I love these movies
1: and I would love to see it carry Holy on. Holy Grail. Holy Grail, that's it. Holy Grail. Yeah, so if we can um if we can get it in a modern setting, I think it'd be cool. I don't know
0: what's going on with my like it's so weird cuz I'm not seeing issues with my internet on Streamyard, but I see it if I go to like the YouTube broadcast
1: yeah. i can hear um, you
0: and i'm Here. not on wi-fi i'm hardwired so i don't know what's going on i'm gonna try and drop real quick and come back and, and see if it fixes it
1: okay well uh that's a bummer because this next topic that we were going to talk about i don't know what the headline was so who wants to keep talking about indiana go- indiana gones not just jones Matthew is coming back. So maybe this is going to help. We seek the Holy Grail. Hey. Yeah, I was trying to move on to the next slide while you were gone. And I'm like, oh, crap. Matt put this in here. I don't know what the headline's about. So
0: um, basically the Obi-Wan Kenobi Disney Plus show, there has been rumors that there's going to be a new Jedi um, doing in this show. Uh, I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on that as a Star Wars fan.
1: My thoughts, okay, brand new Jedi that we've never seen before. Is that yeah? Real so name? it says
0: the force-building newcomer to the Star Wars universe is called Neve. According to the reports, um, Neve is described as a young Jedi straggler on a quest to track down Obi-Wan so that together they can restore the Jedi order and overthrow the Empire. Naive's arrival on the desert planet Tatooine apparently causes problems for Kenobi, who is trying to keep a low profile while watching over young Luke Skywalker. So get, so there we go. We get confirmation that halfway through the series, he's going to be staring awkwardly at Luke Skywalker through a pair of binoculars from the <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just like you predicted. Comfortably. Just like you predicted. So, I, I'm okay with a new Jedi. It's just the lore of Star Wars gets so muddy when you add in all these Jedi, um, because they constantly say in the originals that Luke is the last Jedi, and then they say it in the sequels. And so, and but we've like, you know, we got Rebels where there's two Jedi in that, and there's you know this new Jedi coming in here, and then you've got Jedi Fallen Order that has a Jedi in it. Now, do all of these die prior to the original trilogy? Maybe. Or is the argument, like someone like Cal, for instance, from Jedi Fallen Order, he was a Padawan. He never became a Jedi. And that's the same that can be said for uh, Kane and Jairus as well as Ezra from Rebels. So, I mean, you can make the argument that they're Padawans that never truly became Jedi. Just like Ahsoka was a, a Padawan who never became a Jedi. So, I don't know i'm down to see the force i love seeing force users so it's exciting it's just it just gets muddy in the lore that's it I yeah i hear the, the name navi off. patrick and uh totally agree with you it sounds a lot like the the fairy in um in the ocarina of time the zelda games it also reminds me of the navi in uh, avatar
0: so it says that the reports further claim that on his quest to find kenobi Navi is is pursued by the Star Wars Rebels villains, the Grand Inquisitor, and his squad of Jedi-hunting warriors.
1: I'm down for that, because I would love to see Obi-Wan Kenobi face off against the Inquisitors. I think the Inquisitors are really cool. They're good villains that I'm glad were introduced.
0: I wonder if this is who Camille Nanjiani is playing, because I know he he previously revealed that he was going to be wielding a lightsaber, um, and that he hasn't been
1: announced who his character was yet i'm even more interested if that's the case i love camille Nagiani. so i wonder if
0: that's who's gonna be playing him
1: i love sticks boys uh, comment over here luke is the last from a certain point of view <laughs> yeah see luke what i told you is true from a certain point of view no yeah. dick you told me that my dad was killed by darth vader my dad is darth vader <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. I say that he told that lie so he could continue awkwardly watching him from the shadows with binoculars <laughs> and then it's weird because he awkwardly watches him from the other side after he dives through the force so it's just like kenobi has this whole like little boy fetish that just needs to go away
1: apparently i love kenobi don't you dare tarnish him especially <laughs> ian mcgregor as kenobi wow well. I, uh, i'm i very excited for this series and i think it's going to be a lot of fun
0: hope so i hope so but after book of boba fett i'm starting to to wind back my uh my praise and love for for the new star wars universe they're trying to build
1: the, the irony is it's the opposite for me after book of boba fett i'm even more solidified in my love for the tv universe I just don't think Obi-Wan's gonna fit into that universe because it's you know, he's dead. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just kind of it's gonna gonna be its own thing.
0: But we'll see. We'll have to see what Navi brings to the Star Wars universe and what color his lightsaber is and will it or will it not look like a butthole? (laughs) Have you seen the the like replica lightsaber for Ray? The Force FX one looks like a little butthole.
1: I don't know if I have seen that. I've seen the one that they have at Disney.
0: Yeah, it's the I think it's the Force FX one where uh her hilt looks like a butthole. After <laughs> like after the way her lightsaber looks at the end of uh Rise of Skywalker Rise of Skywalker.
1: Yeah, dude, okay. Really we're gonna bring that up really quick. That is one of my biggest gripes about that movie. Why did you have her I know why they gave her a lightsaber, so they can sell more toys, but it would have been so much cooler to see her wielding a yellow lightsaber the whole movie that she made. I would have loved to see that. Instead, she wields Luke's saber that she has no right to do for three movies. Like it's just not into it, not into it. I'm glad that Ben got to wield it eventually because he is a Skywalker and that's cool, but, and I'm, it's fine that she, you know, got Leia's saber to use as well, but why couldn't she have built it earlier on, like Luke in the third movie of his trilogy? He built his own lightsaber and used it the whole movie. I would have loved to see a yellow lightsaber. I I think her saber's cool looking, like in the movie. I like it. It's, it fits her personality. I love that it's got like the you twist the thing to turn the lightsaber on. I just think it's a real missed opportunity that we didn't get to see it in the movie. Yeah, I'm
0: gonna share this right here. Um...
1: Yeah, please. Oh my goodness! I see exactly what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> yup, it looks like a butthole.
1: <laughs> yeah, the opening does. Yeah, that's funny. yeah. It's,
0: black, it's the black series. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's like a b hole. <laughs> it does, but the rest of the saber is really cool. I like hers a lot.
0: Yeah, I like the I like the design of it and the yellow and the way it comes like, the way it comes out of that the hilt looks, but. I'm just not a fan of like the fact that it looked like a butthole when it's all closed up.
1: <laughs> yep, real, real tight it butthole. It does. <laughs> that's, that's pretty
0: funny. See if my camera works now. Real, real tight butthole.
1: No, it does not. Your camera is it's awful. still,
0: still terrible. It's so blurry. All right, so I'm just gonna stop. Stop sharing my camera tonight. Then
1: it's all good. People can look at me. Or you can unplug it and plug it back in, maybe that'll fix it. I don't think it's my
0: camera. I think it's my
1: I don't I think either. it might
0: be just like the Streamyard stream.
1: I think so too. Before the show, we both got kicked out randomly. It's weird. Yeah. It took forever <laughs> to load in our slide deck. Like I, I do think something might be up with Streamyard.
0: Yeah. Uh Stickboy says if you stare at Uranus too long, you'll see all shit all day. Palpatine's lightsaber <laughs> looks like a dildo type two story.
1: I think a lot of them look like dildos, I mean.
0: And for our final news story tonight, um, it was announced today by George R.R. R. Martin that the uh the Game of Thrones spin-off series, House of Dragons, has finished um shooting, shooting. But it's not received a release date when it's gonna be on HBO any interest in this series max were you a game of thrones fan
1: yeah i i got into it really late like i didn't start watching it until season seven was already over but i i really enjoyed the series the ending you know i think we can all agree wasn't great i think they made a lot of horrible decisions with the ending and i hope george r r martin eventually finishes the books and tells people who really is going to sit on the iron throne because i don't want to spoil it for those who want to watch the show but it was stupid it was dumb. A show that's or already it. ended. I think you'd spoil it. I guess it's been over for a while, but I'll just I'll keep it vague for now. I, I was pissed. It was Samwise Gamgee. Samwise Gamgee, sure. <laughs> but I, I'm interested in House House of the Dragon, but I also don't really feel like I needed this show. Um, I do like fantasy though, so I mean, I think it's cool. We're get more of House Targaryen and and more dragons. So I don't know. Are you interested in the show?
0: Um, yes and no. Like, the final season of Game of Thrones kind of turned me off to just because it was so bad. Um, I liked some of the episodes, but I felt like it was so rushed. Like, earlier seasons, it would be like whatever they're going from Westeros to somewhere else, it seemed like it took them episode, like, three or four episodes to get to where they're going. And in this, like, the last season, they're, like, hopping from King's Landing to to, you know,
1: Winterfell. Every, yeah.
0: They're they're hopping everywhere, mm. and it's just it was just a little ridiculous. So places that should
1: have taken months, right?
0: Yeah. Um, and then, and then it was like, well, you get a dragon, and you get a dragon, and you get a dragon.
1: So <laughs> there were some things that I didn't mind. Like I know a lot of people didn't like um how Daenerys's story played out. I yes. was always expecting her to go batshit crazy like that, so I wasn't surprised. I thought it was foreshadowed like heavily throughout the entire series so that i actually liked it's just other aspects of it and the last season just in general was was very rushed see i
0: didn't like that because they built her up so much to be like to be different than the mad king and then and she has this relationship with Jon snow and then all of a sudden she just flips her script at the very end like i could see if there was like more of a buildup to it but i don't feel like there was i feel like it was just like a light switch flipped
1: i think there's a lot of buildup to it but it did go from she's kind of becoming a tyrannical leader to holy crap you're just murdering an entire city so i do think that if the season had had more episodes to watch her descent into madness uh, it would have been better eight episodes wasn't enough for this especially when like the first couple were kind of just filler nothing really happened in the first couple episodes and then you know you've got that third one where they finally face off against the night king and it just kind of ended abruptly and then there was just it was not it wasn't that's actually by far
0: the uh the attack on um where they fight the the night king that's the the uh why can't i think of it the attack on winterfell is my favorite episode just the way it's shot how it's all shot dark beautiful and yeah
1: it's so cool i keep meaning to rewatch it just that episode because it's, it's special effects wise it's some of the best you've seen on tv ever mm-hmm. it's really good
0: i, I always it, figured that Arya was going to be the one that killed the, the night king but i didn't think it was going to be like that
1: yeah i am um, i didn't really have a ton of thoughts about who was going to but i liked that she did um there's some pretty cool sieges in general in Game of Thrones. I think it's the third season where they have a, an, a another attack on Winterfell by the Southlanders. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Like that. That's a really awesome siege.
0: It says I'm waiting to finish reading all the books before I watch the show.
1: <laughs> well, you're going to be waiting, waiting a, a long, long time, time yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> Dude, if I was if I was uh, into reading the Game of Thrones books, I would be pissed. as a But fan. I
0: kind of like, see like the genius in it as far as like George R. R. Martin goes, because he gave, he gave the producers in a rough outline of what his book, the final book was going to be like about. And that's kind of what they ran with. And now he gets to sit here and see, okay, well people didn't like that. So I can change this in the book now. And he came out like, I think a year later, a couple of years later and said, well, that's not how my book's going to end. My book's going to end differently. We're going to have a drastic turn. Compared to what the show did, so yeah, it so he gets gave him, to get some beta right. testing for the yeah. Story. It kind of gave him that like audience testing or that that as you said, beta testing or to to see what what's going to work and what's not, and give him the option to
1: to pivot. Yeah,
0: in in a different direction. So yeah,
1: well, and people are so disappointed with it. He doesn't have to make it that much better for people to be like, yes, good job, George or Martin, right? <laughs> exactly
0: but so hopefully it's good when it comes out I'm um, i'll watch it but i'm not gonna be, sit here and give my hopes up for a series that doesn't even have a release
1: date yet yeah it's supposed to come this year is my understanding but we'll see don't know when
0: i don't know because they pushed last of us so who knows if it's gonna come yeah if it, if it comes this year i'm it's probably gonna be like september october
1: yeah. So the news is they've wrapped filming, right? So now it's yeah. like all the special effects and that. The post, work. yeah, yeah, making the dragons come to life, which I know takes a long time. So you could be right; it could be like November before we see see this. And they always release fun. it, you know, once a week. Yeah,
0: uh, we normally do a top five list on the show. The my favorite comics this week, but with uh my foray into fatherhood i've not got a chance to read a lot of books yet i get them every week but i'm not get a chance to read them all by the time uh we get to the show so i started I decided to start a new segment i'm gonna call it pull or pass um, i'm gonna take t- two books out of what i've read and i'm gonna tell you whether i think you should pull them by adding your pull to picking them up or pass on them and a little reason why so to start out kick us off for my poll this week, it's Dark Ages number five. If you're not reading this Dark Ages series, you are missing out. I've absolutely loved every single issue of it. Um, it's It's been so, so, so good. This shit issue did not disappoint as you get to see Miles Morales be a symbiote host to a Carnage Venom. It's like they took the Carnage and Venom symbiote and they joined together on one host. Um, it's kind of in a world where there's a new big bad and he sets off this like EMP that whites out the world's technology. So it's these characters trying to adjust and reform the world uh and, and more of like the dark ages type without electricity technology and they have to revert back to like using steam power for things and and stuff like that. And um Apocalypse has a master a little master plan in place to use that entity and try to take them over to to take over the world. So uh, we get a little bit of version of the Dark Ages Deadpool in this, along with Miles. It's been a fantastic series. Um, I believe there's one issue left. It's, you should be able to get all five issues still pretty easily. Um, but I'm super high up on, on Dark Ages. Um, my pass this week is going to be Teen Titans Academy, number 12. This book, shows me, exactly why this has been canceled. Teen Titans is the definitive, this book is the definitive reason why I'm drifting away from DC Comics as we spent so many months last year into to this point, building up to who is Red X? We all know Red X from the Teen Titans TV show was a young Robin, um, but in the this is, he makes his foray into the comics and it's always like, who's Red X? There's speculation that it was Damien and All these different characters and it turns out to be this this newer character that they're bringing in and he's lied to by a future red x that dick grayson is his father so he does all of this stuff because he thinks that dick grayson is the father that abandoned him it is exactly what is wrong with dc comics it's what's wrong a lot of comics in general today is is just that that build up and the letdown. you know there's so much hype behind a character and then when you get to that point of that reveal, it's such a giant letdown. So Teen Titans Academy 12 was my pass this week. Not worth picking up. Not worth reading the series. Don't get invested in the 12-issue the hype of who is Red X and just let this one ride off in the sunset as it is a series that has already been canceled at no surprise after reading this issue. So that's that's kind of how I'm doing uh, pull puller pass. Hope you guys enjoyed that and it gave you something to think about when you take your next trip to the comic store.
1: I like it. I like it.
0: But uh, anything else you uh, want to talk about this week, Max?
1: I just want to you know mention again that Horizon Forbidden West has been fun. And the new expansion, The Witch Queen, came out for Destiny this week. I'm not super far into it. I've been really busy, but I like it. I just uh, I love video games as I sometimes like to say, and it's fun to play them.
0: <laughs> I was right for like eight pages, Patrick. I know. I,
1: I don't spec
0: a lot though. Like it's not, I don't spec a lot, but I can put together patterns and see things coming. And it's just kind of what I, I look at, but I just felt like, I was, I'll admit I was one of those people that was built up at that red X hype, like thinking of who it could be and, and my money was on Damien. Like, Damien makes the perfect choice. Now, Damien still might be the future Red X from the series, but just the the spin of, oh, well, we got this kid who was an orphan. We lied to him, told him Dick Grayson was his dad, so he plotted his whole life on vengeance and taking over the Red X moniker to get back at Dick Grayson. It was just stupid. I was like, are you kidding me? Like you, would, I've invested 12 issues of my time into this. No, thank you. I'm done. The, I'm, I'm t- the best things coming out of DC Comics right now are the nightwing on standalone series robin standalone series and and batman detective is maybe up there too but th- that's it otherwise the rest of the dc books to me are just not are not worth picking up like i pick it up if there's some buzz behind it but otherwise that's that's it so sorry i didn't mean
1: to cut you off what
0: what else would you do next Nothing. Are you watching anything new, anything new
1: catching your eye? Not at all. I've been re-watching all the Star Wars movies. And uh, I've been watching 1883, but I'm a few episodes behind. So really don't have anything to report. I've been playing video games when I have free time and working a lot. So Pretty it's much. a good life, but uh, nothing, nothing really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're kind of at a lull point. Like
0: there's nothing new that's come out that I've been watching either. Like now that Peacemaker's done, I am kind of looking for that new that new series to get into and there's just nothing, nothing there yet.
1: Well, I'm excited because March is gonna be stacked for me. I mean, with Batman next week, uh, The Last Kingdom on March 9th, upload is later in that week, season two of that, which, you know what, maybe that's what I'll do over the next couple of weeks. My wife and I wanted to rewatch season one of upload. Oh, uh, you got Moon Knight coming later in the month um, yeah. what else i feel like there's one other thing in march too it is like for the stuff i like watching there is so much and i'm i'm excited about it i you know what i'm, I'm going to check really quick because i put it all on my calendar i'm that <laughs> kind of a guy so i can remember all right so we got yeah the batman we've got upload the last kingdom like i said halo that's right halo's the other one march 24th how do you that feel about the them
0: revealing heard. master chief's face
1: I don't care because it's not canon and I was like I was expecting them to do that it's an actor he doesn't want to be in a mask all the time none of them ever do I'd rather see Spider-Man and Iron Man in their masks like all the time when they're being the character when they're like in action but they always have to take their masks off it drives me crazy but I get it the actors want to show their face they want to act with their face so I'm not surprised at all yeah well, I, hey, I, it's the same thing. With Pedro Pascal is The Mandalorian. That's, you know, he was like, "I'm tired of having the mask on all the time." Even though he's not even in the suit a lot of it, he's just right. doing a voiceover. But...
0: Yeah. Well, like I said I haven't watched much. Um, super stoked for the Batman on Thursday. Uh, we announced it at the beginning of the show, so if you weren't here next week, uh, I invite you all to come back um, as we're going to m- review. Uh, I don't know if we're going to do spoiler or spoiler free. I haven't really we haven't really talked about it yet um
1: but well lance lance is not going to be on so i think we can do spoiler free okay
0: so we'll do spoiler free <laughs> review of the batman next week uh we'll have corbin on with us we're also going to rank the best batman movies live action movies um so we invite everyone to come on back well I should, I should invite john to to talk about that next week and anybody else who sees the batman come on back next week and, and jump in the conversation because your voice in the chat will We'll count towards how this, these rankings shake out. We need
1: help. We don't Dear want God, Joel yes. Schumacher movies you know, yes. in the top five. Dear
0: God, we don't want to see Batman forever <laughs> at the top of the list because Corbin will will literally argue that till he's blue in the face.
1: So, <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. I am too. I, am too, so it's gonna I love great. Corbin. It's been too long.
0: But uh, I want to thank everyone in the chat for joining us this week. Stick boy, Patrick-ish. Um, Zaggy, Lance Kirby, your mom, everyone, Aaron, of course. Thank you so much for for stopping by, hanging out with us tonight on your Friday night. Sorry, everybody, freeze. <laughs> Sorry, it's a little bit shorter of a show, but there wasn't a lot really going on this week, and without shows to review, um, it just kind of sets the pace a little bit quicker. Last Kingdom is going to be crazy good. I'm so
1: excited, dude. So, so excited.
0: Yeah. I guess that'll do it And close down this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast uh, I am Matt I'm Max And we'll see you guys Next week For a little bit Of Batman talk
1: All you freaks and geeks Come all you freaks and geeks Let's listen to Absolute geek.
0: Absolute geek.
1: We'll go ahead and spread our cheeks Spread the cheeks And drink and over some Cosby Absolute. wine
0: <laughs> We'll Come drink some Absolute. Cosby wine It makes me feel real fine See you next time <laughs>